last outside drive-in service last night. And we were outside. We've not been outside in a while because weather hasn't been on our side. We've had some burnout and everything like that. But our, uh, the nut squad was in preaching last night, so we were outside. So thank you, Dad. Love you. That was awesome. Well, I'm going to be in John chapter 11, verses 1 through 3, and also verse 14. Now, a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sisters went, sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. So then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. Jesus was right there for his buddy Lazarus. Jesus, he's always there for us when we need him most. And I want people to know that we have comfort in the Lord. Would you bow with me please this morning? Dear God, I just want to thank you so much for giving me this amazing opportunity to get up here in front of these awesome people, Father, and just be able to tell them about your word, Father, and just give them what you've laid on my heart, Father. Father, I just pray that you'll put your hand upon me and I'll be able to lead these people, Father. This is your Holy Son's name, and amen. The first way God comforts us is by His trust. Mary and Martha were Lazarus' sisters. Jesus knew them. The sisters welcomed Jesus into their house. There, Mary washed Jesus' feet. You see, Jesus knew that Mary suffered from some anxiety issues. I'm sorry, Martha suffered from some, from some anxiety issues. Luke 10, verse 41 says, But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. Understandably, the sisters were really worried and anxious at this time. They sent a messenger to tell Jesus about Lazarus' illness. The messenger needed one day to get from Bethany across the Galilee to where Jesus was. And then Jesus stayed at that area two days after he got news of Lazarus. And this is probably, this could have been several different things. One, the two that make the most sense to me is that it strengthened Mary and Martha's faith in the Lord by forcing them to trust him. Maybe he wanted to make sure that Lazarus was actually graveyard dead. I don't know. But the last place Jesus needed to be was in the village of Bethany because it was just outside of Jerusalem because there was a mob after him wanting to stone him. But Jesus knew that his buddy Lazarus was in need of him. And don't get me started about the disciples. Jesus told them that they were headed to Bethany and they were mad. They were confused and they were dumbfounded. They were trying to get Jesus to heal Lazarus right from where he was at. Because there was a mob after him wanting to stone him, wanting to kill him. They just got run. They just got rushed out of Jerusalem. But Jesus, he knew the right choice. He wasn't scared because he knew it wasn't time for Calvary. Jesus knew what was right. He knew people wanted him dead, but he knew saving Lazarus was the right call, was the right choice. Church, now I'm going to ask you, what choices are you making? Are you hanging out with the right people? Are you saying the right things? Are you putting God first? Are you putting God on the back burner? We are faced with hard choices every day, and how we respond to those situations is how we can tell if we are obedient and submissive to God. At the end of the day, what we want isn't important. We need to have the attitude to please God and be submissive to Him. God always wants us to ask Him for His input. And this is one of the reasons why we pray. There's no better advice out there than asking God the Father. 
John 14, verses 13 through 14 says, And I will do whatever you may, that whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. You remember back when I said that Jesus waited two days to head to Bethany after the messenger got to him? One thing that, is, that I find very hard to grasp at times is that God, He works on nobody's timetable besides His own, you know? And I'm, that, honestly, at the end of the day, that's a good thing because I tend to mess things up. But He works on His timetable in His way, in His, in His own time. It doesn't matter what I want, and that's a good thing. The Lord helps us when we need it most, church. There's times that you feel that God isn't anywhere around, but that's usually the time that I get closest to God or God gets closest to me. Because when you go through that valley, when you go through that darkness, when you go through that hell, that tough time, that storm in your life, we don't have that many two friends here on this earth. But that's when God draws us near. There was once a mother and a daughter. The daughter was maybe four years old. They were getting ready for bed one evening, and this little girl was absolutely terrified of the dark. So the mother would have to stay with the daughter until she fell asleep. And one evening, the moon was coming in through the blinds. And then the daughter asked the mom, Mom, is the moon God's light? The mother replied, Yes, the moon is God's light. After about a minute of the little girl thinking, she asked, Will God turn His lights off and go to bed? The mother quickly responded, No, He never goes to sleep. He'll never leave us. And the, girl, little, the little girl said, As long as God is awake, I am not awake. You see, we can have that same trust in God. She said, When God's not, if the God doesn't go to sleep, I don't have to go to sleep. I'm sorry, I'm messing up, guys. I'm nervous. Will God turn off his lights and go to sleep? The mother quickly responded, No, God never goes to sleep. Then the little girl said, as, God, as long as God is still awake, I am not afraid. That's, that's how it's supposed to be done, all right? So if you're, t- if you're taking notes, write that, write that down, all right? My gosh. My gosh. You know, you know what I meant. Yeah, my gosh. Thank you, Mr. Larry. I hear you back there. All right, Psalm 121, verses 1 through 5 says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. We can have that same trust in God with that little girl had. God, He wants to help us. And if we let Him into our lives, He will. And that brings us to the second way God comforts us, and it is by His peace. John chapter 11, 32-35 says, So when Mary came to the place where Jesus was, she saw Him and fell at His feet, saying to Him, Lord, if You had been here, my brother would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, He was deeply moved in spirit and was troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. And we all know this next verse. Jesus wept. Mary, she was just plain out upset. She had got to the point where she was blaming Jesus for the death of Lazarus. Mary was at rock bottom. She was helpless. She was down bad. But you see, she was hopeful. She knew who could help her. She knew that Jesus could bring her brother back from the grave. 
Not only was Mary crying, but the whole town around her was crying, weeping, and mourning. And this is out of Jewish customs, but Jesus, He even saw everybody crying. He saw everybody mourning and weeping, and He began to cry. It's like everybody just got out of the movie theater seeing Marley and me for the first time. You know, it was just everybody was crying. Church, when people are sick, they go to the doctor. When people are sued, they call a lawyer. When people face their last enemy in this life on earth, they want a Savior. Mary was hopeless. She needed someone's shoulder to cry on. She was down in the dauber. Church, Jesus helped Mary raise her brother from the dead. God's resurrection power is still alive today, and it is still available here today. Romans 6.4 says, Therefore we have been buried with Him through baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead, to the glory of the Father, so we too may walk in the newness of life. With Jesus' help, there is nothing that can't be conquered through His power. Mary is found three times in the Gospel accounts. And you know where she's at all three times? She is at the feet of Jesus. Now I'm going to ask you, if you're, somebody was looking at your story, somebody was looking at your account, somebody was looking at everything that you went through, your downfalls, your troubles, where are you at the most? Are you at the feet of Jesus? Are you asking for His input? Are you asking for His guidance? Mary told Jesus, I believe. And that's what we all need to say. The Lord laid this message this, uh, this past Sunday. I got done watching football at Bird's House. We were watching the Patriots game. And I came up to the church because I had some work to do. And uh, I was just feeling stressed out. I was just feeling overwhelmed. I had, I had to print some papers out from school because I had two exams this week. And so, I mean, I was, it was just stacking up. I had to write a message, uh, edit some videos for the church and everything. I was just I was feeling it, going through the motions. And so I was over here pretty late. I think I left around 9.30, but I stepped out into the sanctuary. And there's... If you've ever been in this church late at night, there is just a presence here. There is just an easiness, a comfort. But so I came out here. I wanted to pray for a little bit. So I got down on the old altar. And I was just crying and everything like that. And I was getting mad. God wasn't talking to me. He wasn't speaking to me. He wasn't... I just got nothing, you know. And then this easiness just came, and got, just came upon me when I stood up. And I realized He was comforting me. I didn't need a pep talk at that time. I didn't need necessarily a blessing at that time. What I needed was just a shoulder to cry on. What I needed was just somebody to be there for and just somebody to talk to. And that's what, that's what happened to me. What I needed was some comfort. See, we serve a God that knows exactly what we need. And that brings us to the third and final way God comforts us is by His miracles. John chapter 11, verses 39 through 44 says, Jesus said, Remove the stone. Martha, the sister of the deceased, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be a stench. It will smell bad. For he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they removed the stone, and Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me, but I knew that you always hear me. Nevertheless, because of the people standing around, I said it so that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had these things, when he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! Out came the man who had died, bound hand and foot with wrappings, and his face was wrapped around with a cloth. 
Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. You see, Jesus, he performed a miracle that day. We all know the story of Lazarus. We grew up hearing it in Sunday school. And one idea that I saw this week that isn't scripture, but I think is a very cool idea, is that when the sisters met Jesus a few weeks prior, they, some people believe that Lazarus was actually with them. I just think that's a cool thought. And then when Jesus called Lazarus out, he said, Lazarus, come forth. If he just would have said, come forth, everybody in that cemetery would have been, would have been erosen, erased. Ero- come back to life. Come back to life. There we go. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> Jesus raising Lazarus from the tomb was a preview of what it'll look like when he calls his bride to be up to heaven with him again. Another thing that is cool to note is that there was no circus. There wasn't any theatrics. There was no hype. There was no showmanship whenever Jesus did this. They weren't selling t-shirts for 20 bucks or autographs or anything like that. But you see, he wanted to let his divine power do the talking. Something I think a lot of modern faith healers struggle with. Church, when Jesus rose Lazarus, he robbed the grave. The door of death was unlocked by the one who holds the key and held the key. Lazarus was a sinner, right? Lazarus was dead. All sinners are dead. Lazarus, he was decayed. He was all crusty. Death and decay go together. All lost people are spiritually dead. But you see, Lazarus was raised from the dead by the power of God. All who trust Christ have been given a new life and lifted out of the graveyard of sin, set free from the grave clothes. Because of Christ, we have a new liberty. We are seated with the Father. Jesus performs miracles today. I've seen people's prayers answered, some divine healing that only only God can do. There is power in God. There is power in the cross. There is power in the blood. When we have these problems in our lives, it's probably not when we die. It's probably just like Mary and Martha, when somebody we know dies. When a family member dies or a friend Going to Jesus was Mary's first instinct. How often is that ours? We serve a God that answers to no man. He can do anything. Our problems are never too small. Our problems are never too big for our great God. It's not the size of our problems that matter. What matters is the size of our God. Church, stepping up to the plate doesn't look like taking care of things my way or doing things how I want to do it. Stepping up to the plate is handing the situation or the the battle over to God. It doesn't matter whether it's your job, your money, your kids, or your marriage. He doesn't want to see you fail. He wants to see you succeed and prosper. But, there's a but, He also wants to see you be obedient. He wants to see you be submissive. There's nothing that God wouldn't do for you, church. He wants a personal relationship with you more than just on Sunday mornings. He loves you so much, He wants He sent His Son to die on a cross for us so we could be in eternity with Him. God raising Lazarus was a type and shadow of the resurrection of the crucified Jesus. There's nothing God wouldn't do for you, including taking our punishment and our penalty for sin. 
There was once this boy, and he was continually in trouble. He was forever breaking the rules. He got in trouble at school all the time. His parents would have to get on to him. And his dad could never figure out why. I mean, he took him fishing all the time, always went to his baseball games, got him the newest off-white tennis shoes. He couldn't figure out what was wrong with this boy, why he wouldn't mind. He'd been raised in church, always went to Sunday school. His father read him the Bible. But his, son, his son's behavior was always a mystery to him. And one day when his son was upstairs playing around with the baseball, every boy's worst nightmare came true. It hit a window and it broke, it shattered. And then the boy came running, the father came running upstairs to the boy. And the boy knew what was coming. He saw the, boy, he saw the father come in, so he bent over because he saw the belt come off. You know the belt comes off, you know you done messed up. But the boy got down and he said to the father, Son, here, take this. And then the father took off his shirt and kneeled down on the bed and said, Son, I want you to give me seven lashes with this belt across my back. And his son started to cry, started to weep, so that he couldn't do it. But his father kept insisting, Do this, son. So the son finally did it, started hitting him. But it wasn't hard enough, so the father started to say, Harder, son, hit me harder. When the boy finally lashed out, the belt across the father seven times. He was crying. And the father asked him, Son, do you know why I did this? And the son said, No. The father said, When Jesus went to the cross for us, He took the worst punishment that has ever been inflicted upon any man. He was beaten, his beard plucked out, and he was punished like no one has ever been punished before. Why do you think Jesus did this? And the boy, still crying, whimpering, hesitating, finally said, The Jews did it to him, or the Romans did it to him. The father said, no, it was the God, the Father, who punished Jesus for everything that we've done or ever will do. He took the punishment that he didn't deserve to save us. This is how much the Father loves us. When you come forward, Mom, and play a little something-something on the piano... This morning we've discussed Mary and Lazarus. Mary was a woman who knew a thing or two about being at the feet of Jesus. We've looked at how Jesus was right there for his buddy Lazarus. How Jesus is always there for us when we need him most. And I want people to know that we have comfort in the Lord. One thing that God is good at knowing is what his children need. Whether it's a blessing or whether it's just him comforting us. Giving us a shoulder to cry on. But at the end of the day, He knows what's best for us. Would you bow with me, please? God comforts us by His trust, by His peace, by His miracles. Whenever we go through our battles, whenever we go through our hard times, when we go through our situations, we need to be like Mary. When people look at our story, when people look at our account, How many times are we at the feet of Jesus? How many times are we praying to Him? How many times are we asking and seeking for His help? When we go through those struggles, when we go through those hard times, we just need to chase after the feet of Jesus. Dear God, I just want to thank You for allowing me to get up here and preach this this morning, Father. Father, I just pray that when we go through these times, God, when we go through the struggles, Father, You'll be with us. 
Father, I just pray that you give everybody here a good week, Father. And that's in your holy son's name. And amen. <laughs>